Joyce Epstein, which is a part of the National Partnership, uh, these are her six standards for family involvement. We kind of call her the mother of family involvement because she started looking at family involvement differently and blowing up it so we can look at it differently and look at the different areas and helping educators to shift their paradigm when we start talking about parent involvement. And she has six different standards and we'll look at each one of them real quick. Um, but um, this has not only, Joyce Epstein created the standards, Florida PTA, well the PTA, the national PTA also reprinted these and this is kind of like how they look at family involvement. So it's really pretty consistent across the board as to the way we're looking at family involvement. The first piece is communicating. First of all, communication needs to be regular and it needs to be two-way. And when you say two-way, I'm not just talking at families, but I want to give families the opportunity to talk back to me because we want to know what are we doing well and what do we need to change. Parenting skills. What we're saying now, and you heard me talk about the different parenting styles, how my mom used to parent, and what we're looking for parents to do today. So now we need parenting skills that promote and support families. And, and that might be a home visit, that might be parent educational courses. What do we need to support our parents? Student learning. As curriculums change, as our standards continue to raise, what kinds of skills can we give parents to help their students learn better at home? That's why we might have FCAT night. Because believe me, the FCAT is nothing like the standardized test we took when I was in school. Nowhere close. So parents need to know what are those skills that they need to help their child do better in that area. And there's volunteering again, which is my biggie, which, you know, that's why, really for me, when I took the job as a supervisor of family and community relations, I really could never pull the two pieces apart. You know why I could not? Because I see our parents as one of the major volunteer pools that come into the schools that's going to be there through thick and thin. Why? They have a vested interest in that school, you know? And if that school does well, I'm a part of this community, the school is a part of the community, so we are one big family. So we are there and we support that school at all costs. And this, is, this piece probably is kind of hard. We're not used to having families be a part of deciding curriculum, deciding what kinds of things we're going to do on our campuses. But I tell you what, it's just like anything else. If they are a part and they're engaged in that decision making, and they know that they had a part of it, guess what? You don't have to worry about them raising up against something that you're doing because guess what? They were at the table when you decided to do it. And collaborating with the community. This is really business partnerships. That's all it is. Because what are you doing? Using the businesses in your area to really expand your curriculum. Suppose like in St. Pete, we have uh, tons of oceans and fish and you know all kinds of stuff that we can tap into if we have a unit on some of the things that that business is dealing with. Ha use that business to extend and expand your curriculum. Now there's a fact according to the National PTA there are about 
50 million children enrolled in public schools in the United States, yet only one in four parents is actively involved in their child's education. Pretty startling statistics. Why do you think parents aren't involved? Anybody want to tell me some reasons why you feel families aren't involved? I'm coming over here so we can get you on tape. Um, nobody's ever asked them to volunteer. No one's ever asked them. You're absolutely correct. To get involved. To get involved. Someone else? They're too busy. They're too busy? Oh, come on, come on. They just don't know how. They don't know how. Okay. I think some are afraid they don't talk well enough, don't understand well enough. Right. Don't understand, don't talk well enough. Really embarrassed to even try to get involved. And they feel unqualified. And they feel unqualified. Excellent, excellent. And I'll, we already know that you will have the qualification as being a parent. But most of them, you're right, they don't feel that they talk enough, the educational level is not enough. Let's look and see how many of these we actually hit. Reasons parents are not involved, they do not feel comfortable. We got that one, didn't we? Do not feel welcome at the school. We've talked about that one. Do not believe they know enough. We got that. This is a smart group. <laughs> do not have transportation and child care. And one good thing, under No Child Left Behind in Title I funds, we can do something about this piece. They do not speak English. Got that one. Have different definition of involvement, and we talked about that. Because many cultures really do leave education to the schools. And that's just part of their culture. So to tell them to be involved is just foreign to them. They work several jobs. We heard that one and cannot get there on time. Think they're involved enough at home. And a lot of times, and I know when I talk to educators, some educators will be very happy if parents are just involved at home. They feel intimidated by their environment. And they just do not know how to be involved. We got that one also. I added this one, and I've, I've heard Steve Constantino myself, and he was a principal that went to a failing school. It was the worst in his district. And you know, he said he'd been wanting to be a principal. He was just so excited that he got to school. And then people really was like taking bets how long he was gonna stay there. And so, and I love this story. The first thing that he did when he went there because he walked into the front office, that front office with this tall desk, he was not acknowledged for the longest as he stood there. And even after he told them that he was a principal, he didn't get a warm, friendly, they just kind of pointed him to where his office was. I think they were probably thinking, he won't be here long. First thing he did was remove that desk. He turned that school around from the worst school in his district to the best school in his district, and he attributes it to family involvement. So he talks about true family engagement is not only, does not only help students, but also impacts the education of their entire family. Because I don't have to tell you, you have families in your schools that never had anyone to graduate from high school. And really in the deepest soul of soul, don't believe that they can ever have anyone to graduate from high school. And he talks about a mom that son was graduating and he was insisted he was on this child 
and really partner with his mom, we're going to get your son through high school. And how that when they got him through high school and our mom actually went back and then got her GED. Now that is very, very powerful because really you've got to break that chain of not being successful. You've got to show them that somebody can do this and you can do this.